Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, African American True Crime. Yes, I love true crime stories, but very seldom do I hear true crime stories about African Americans. So I created this podcast to share with my listeners about the true crimes that African Americans commit. So sit back, lend me your ears, and listen to some of the most horrendous crimes committed by African Americans. Hi, my name is Queen Zawaya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, True Crimes of African Americans. On August 12th, around 2.10 p.m., deputies responded to Barnett Place in Pine Hills, Orange County, near Orlando, regarding a woman in her 40s who knocked on a door pleading for help and saying she had been held against her will at a nearby property and had just gotten away. When deputies made contact with her, she had minor injuries. The four suspects were arrested after a six-hour standoff with police. Monica Latresses Reed, 37, Damon Andrew Trump, 19, Kevin Rudolph Holmes, 21, and Cortez Marinzo Bernard Jackson, 39, have all been arrested and charged with armed kidnapping with intent to commit a felony and false imprisonment with the weapon, according to the Orange County Sheriff's Office. They confined her, abducted her, and imprisoned the victim against her will for the purpose of inflicting bodily harm or terrorizing her. It happened around 2 o'clock, 2.10. The woman was in her 40s and she escaped and was frantically knocking on doors and windows in search of help. Neighbors came out to the women's aid and called 911. So what happened? They took her against her wheel, forced her inside of a car at gunpoint, tied her hands with a cord, then took her to a home where they restrained her by binding her hands and feet together and covering her mouth with duct tape. And Reed, Monica, Monica Reed, she pistol whipped her. The suspects took the woman to a shed behind a home and stuck her inside a dog cage. They said that the reason why they did it was because she knew about a potential stolen item and they was trying to get information out of her. See, now this some bullshit. Y'all telling me that she knew about some stolen stuff, a stolen item. So... Y'all decided to kidnap her and make her tell the truth. Who lied on the girl? 
Because I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Who lied on him? So the neighbor said the woman came to his home begging for help. He said he was in the bathroom about to take a shower when his old lady told him that somebody's knocking at the back window. He said, man, that's impossible because you know there's a privacy fence back there. Then he told deputies a woman was gone by the time he went to check on her. He said, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but someone clearly jumped the fence and got to our back window and tapped. At that time, my lady described a person and then the officer said, that sounds just like that was the victim. Kidnapping, battery, holding this woman in a dog cage. Because they thinking she knows something about some stolen property. So you kidnap this woman, pistol whip her, got your little accomplices with you, put her in a dog cage. What was y'all going to do? I'm so glad she was able to escape. I'm so glad she was able to get away and beg for help. There was some strong determination in that woman because she was like, no, not today. Y'all might have got me, but once I get out of here, not today. We are just committing crimes against each other like it is nothing. Why? She jumped over a privacy fence tied up. She probably knew that if she did not get out of there, they was going to kill her. They probably hadn't been feeding her. Could they trying to make her tell them about some stolen stuff? If the, the, you know, okay. So let's, let's put it out here like this. What she steal drugs, money. Did she even steal it? Did she even know about it? If it's gone, it's gone. No need to attack this woman and, and lock her up in a damn dog cage and beat the shit out of her with a gun and, and, and all of this other kind of stuff. They said that she was hitting the face so bad with the gun that it is a wonder her face isn't disfigured. So she had to get out of there because she already knew they was going to kill her. And despite her pain, she climbed. She got out of that damn fence and climbed that damn privacy fence. She got out of that damn cage. I'm sorry. And she climbed that privacy fence and was knocking on people's windows asking for help. I'm glad that someone helped her because I have read so many articles about people begging people to help them and people just standing there filming and not even helping them and they just dying. But people helped her. She was able to get away. She was able to get to safety. Even though they're not getting into detail what these people did. But I guarantee you, if I follow this case, it's going to come up. 
that it was something having to deal with some drugs and some damn money. That's the only thing I can think of for somebody to do somebody like that. But their intentions was to kill her because she probably was telling them she didn't do it. She don't know what they're talking about. And I really pray and hope that it won't no mistaken identity because they're going to have to pay for what they did. And looking at all of their faces, they look crazy as hell. So I'm glad she was able to escape and break free. Let me tell y'all something. I don't stand for violence, but I will protect myself. Seriously. But I go, when I'm outside, I pay attention. Now, here, here. This year, I've seen a lot of different people, a lot of younger people walking up and down the street. Before, when I first moved here three years ago, it wasn't like that. Now I'm seeing that. I'm also seeing, hearing loud, boom, 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 heavy basses coming through the neighborhood as well. It ain't, you know, I don't know who driving the car. I can't say, but I live in a predominantly white neighborhood in a small town. It's peaceful. It's quiet. I can live anywhere, but I'm getting older. So I want to be where I can have peace, where I can be quiet. But I pay attention to when I see people out there walking around, I'm that nosy neighbor, like my neighbor across the street. My neighbor across the street can tell you everything that's going on and it's all on the street. I'm out the door in the window looking. I got protection cameras up around my house but i'm still looking and observing like what's going on why are you on the street what's doing i saw a dude walking down the street bouncing the basketball and i was getting out of my car and i waited for him to pass and then i had a guy pull up behind me while i was getting out my car in a black pickup truck asking me did anybody egg my car what was that about? I told my husband. Like, I don't know that dude. Why he asking me these questions? We got to be careful. Pay attention. What's going on? What's happening? What you doing in the neighborhood? Yeah, you live in a privacy fence, but I'm quite sure they had some type of suspicious activity going on in that house. You can tell when somebody got some suspicious activity going on in their house. They move different. They act different because they don't want to get caught. And they try to act like everything is okay. But it's not. So I ain't saying I'm a community watch. But I'm saying if somebody is screaming and hollering, yes, I am going to call the police. If I am outside and I see somebody getting beat up, I'm not going to pull out my phone and record it. I'm going to call 911 and I hope that they show up. I hope they don't take their time because, you know, nowadays cops pick and choose how they will arrive on the scene. But I am so grateful and so thankful that this woman was able to get away from these people and she is still alive thank you for listening to my podcast true crimes evil lives amongst us true crimes of african-americans peace